Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, and welcome to Wake and Jake. Professor Storielli, sexy teacher's assistant, David Mendelson. He will be in your DMs after class. We're going report card season. We are two months in. It's Memorial Day. And I was curious where this exercise would land because this is a classic. I mean, how many articles I've read throughout my life that were draft grades or any sort of report card grades on anything. Does it feel a little... Like BBD in your DMs, a little slutty, yes. But I think it's an interesting exercise to see where every team is at grade-wise. And I will start with your National League. Let's jump right in. Uh, Celtics by 50 tonight. Hope they lose. Um, <clears throat> Let's go to the National League. Baby bro. Uh, and we will go east to west, obviously. We're not losers, the Atlanta Braves, they sit on top the National League East. At first, I didn't think I was going to give any A's out in the National League. I was looking around, and there was a lot of, I don't know, I want to be a tough grader, you know? I don't want to be a walkover guy. do want that chili pepper next to my name on Rate My Professor. <laughs> I decided I am giving the Braves an A-. minus. Um... And they cheated a little bit because I'm anticipating something. By the way, the season started in March, so we are like at the two-month mark. Um, they're playing Oakland this week, so they're about to win three games. They have a three-game set. So I'm, I am cheating a little bit because I think they're truly a B plus, but I think in three days they will be an A-. Uh, the reason they got that, they are four and a half games up in their division. You know, two months in, that's pretty good. A lot of it is due to the rest of the division slacking. But the other thing for the Braves, the offense has gone. Ronnie and Olsen have been awesome. Riley and Murphy, yep. Um, and then they've had up and down periods by different guys in their lineup. Uh, Michael Harris, too, hasn't done anything yet, which that's crazy, but he, he might be starting to go. Uh, more so is because they're pitching Strider's been the real deal, which people weren't sure if they should fully believe in. They've been without Max Freed a couple times, and he's just been a rock of rocks in Major League Baseball. Kyle Wright's been out last year's, what did he win, 20 games, 22 games last year, something like that. Um, you know, their rotation has been piecemealed together, including Michael Soroka making his first start tonight. Bryce Elder, we, we kind of joked about his baseball savant. All in all, they're going to be 35 and 21 in a couple days. B plus didn't fully feel right. I think A minus was fair. There was one other team in the National League that I did realize deserved an A right as I was doing the exercise. We'll get to them on the West Coast. And the East, the Marlins, B minus. Uh, they're technically second in the East. That can change in one day. 
They've called up Yuri Perez, and he looks like the truth, and they've got another one of those guys, which is just like how Breaking Bad meme, how do they keep getting away with this without doing any of the other stuff? But if I told you they would have been without Jazz Chisholm for a chunk of time, you probably would have said this offense would be dead last in, like, everything. They're not. Jorge Soler's been incredible for them this year. Uh, Luis Arias, I, I think if you're Miami, you do that trade every time. Like, I know Pablo Lopez is good, but you've been so thirsty for hitting, and he's, you know, looking like he could be on his way to the batting title. So, happy for the Marlins. Um, it's a little bit of a don't care B-. minus. Just getting through class. Same story. But... When you're competition in class, the New York Mets, you are a game up on them. You've had a lot of injuries. I think if you're being real, it's a, it's a C flat. That might even be generous. They're 500 as we sit here. The only reason I have them at C, I'll lower it to C minus. Screw the Mets. They have had a lot of injuries. We've talked about it a lot recently. They got Verlander back. They got Carrasco back. Scherzer was out for some interesting reasons. Um, Their lineup has been one of the weirder things in baseball. The lack of first-inning offense when the top of their lineup you think would be their strength has been bizarre. Alonzo's been great. Alvarez has picked it up at the end of the semester. C-minus feel right. Is that wrong? They're 500. They're supposed to be one of the best teams in baseball. C-minus is maybe like the the highest I'd have gone. I know some injuries and stuff, but I, I, I thought we might be heading towards a harsher grade for them. They're supposed to be one of the three best teams. Well, they might be getting covered up by the Phillies, who I think they've got to be a D. Like, they're 25 and 28, which again, with... You know, we're a third of the way through the semester, which, by the way, I think that's where report cards landed for me by the end of high school. I think I would get three report cards a year. Do you know where your high school ended up landing? We did quarters. Quarters. I think we went quarters, then we went two, and then we landed at three. I don't know yeah. how that happened. Trimesters. A Anyways. couple colleges do that, and they're revolutionary. The Phillies are 25 and 28. They're three games below 500. They are closer to the Nationals than any other team in the NL East. I mean, what, what can you say? I mean, Schwarber, Turner, you know, we made such a deal about Bryce Harper rushing back, and that was cool. Uh, I think Castellanos has been their best hitter, who he was not out of commission last year, but... Um, 24th in starting pitching ERA. This is supposed to be a team that, you know, Nola and Wheeler up top. They carry the meat of it. You get some other pitching performances. Uh, I mean, someone could throw out an F. I think luckily where the rest of the division is, I think with Harper having come back. Like, the Harper thing is crazy. I know we did talk about it a lot. But they interviewed Topper during the game last night, and they were like, hey, when's, when's Harper going to be playing first base? And it was like, you know, good question, because that was a whole topic, and Bryce has been playing for a little bit now. They said not till the All-Star break. 
Which, like, I guess for me, that just puts into perspective, like, how messed up Bryce's arm is. And that he is playing is kind of cool. But if you're the Phillies, it could be worse. It could be worse. Um, They've had enough runs to get themselves, like, back to 500 a couple times and then Keep putting themselves in the hole. and Feels like they keep doing that race, and then one day we're going to look up and they'll get three games above 500, and it's like, okay, Phillies, let's go. But, you know, Reese Hoskins out for the year at the start of the season. You know, a guy that constantly has an OPS in the eights. Like, guess what? They've missed that guy. Uh, they still have the names in their lineup, and Bryson Stott has had a nice year that, like, they should land all of this. And June is, this sounds really dumb, but I think it's, it's going to be the biggest month of the baseball season because I think it's going to separate everything. If you flunk the dunk in June, you're out, Pop, in the words of Joes and Lou. I j- you could convince me into an F. I, I think there's bigger Fs out there. I think there's bigger Fs out there. Washington Nationals, C-plus. Have at it. Some of your young players are really performing. Some of the young pitchers, Josiah Gray and Mackenzie Gore, showing you some flashes. Kyle Finnegan's been good out of the pen. Patrick Corbin's been salvageable for a little bit. He's give, given some some league average innings here and there. And their offense like has a their third in batting average, 20th in OPS. So hey, they It's an identity. It's an identity. They're still not really going anywhere, but they got the fills in striking distance two months. They could easily be lumped in with Kansas City or we thought Oakland, although nobody's lumped in with them. And they're not. So really, really happy for our nationals. Luis Garcia has been doing particularly good of late someone tweeted at me make sure you say that six hit day that'll do it the milwaukee brewers in the nl central the brewers will get a b minus i mean they're in first place they've done enough um their pitching their starting pitching has been arguably top 10 and Burns hasn't been like a world beater. Peralta's been good. Um, I don't know. It just feels like the same story. It feels like their grade would be worse if the Cardinals didn't have the worst month in, like the worst opening month in Cardinals history. Um, it feels like the Brewers have been protected by that a little bit. And they've got an interesting stretch coming up. They're going at Toronto. And then at Cincinnati, which those games matter, which makes me say, like, the B-minus feels generous. The B-minus feels like you know the professor. And you kind of do. You let the professor you, run you on the field. up. Yeah. Um, we had a good time out there. Uh, they played a bunch of kids that kind of came in hot and then ended up cold. Willie Adamas is going to be out for a little bit now. The only guy that's... Really got Brewers devil magic is Owen Miller, um, who's been hitting a ton lately. I don't know. It would be like 
I think the Brewers right now are the example of the the teacher being like, "Hey, I know you're sitting pretty right now. You have coasted. But if you skip one more class, your grade automatically goes down five points. Like those are the rules of the class. And then you have like a C, a solid C. So Brewers are on watch a little bit in this important June, and I think the Cardinals are coming. Tell you what, the Pirates aren't. Um, but hey, Pirates, they'd probably get a B minus too, right? They were an A plus and then they were <laughs> an F. <laughs> they they stumbled into a into winter break. Yeah, they were they were like a ninety-eight and then I don't know. They rushed and I don't know, they started drinking on Wednesday nights and the grades started seems, to falter a seems little. Seems like they took a, like a scantron test and just got like one question off and and they didn't fix that and were being a little rude. Maybe the new Call of Duty, like, yeah. new Call of Duty came out and <laughs> just staying up till 3 a.m. doing that. Uh, you all kind of know the pirate story, but the fact that they're 26 and 26, they should still get snaps even though their May has been awful. But I'll give them and the Brewers the same grade. How about this? Uh, Cincinnati Reds are 24 and 29. What do you give them? I'll go C plus because okay, I love I love the youth movement. I love that we're playing young guys. I almost went B minus again because I thought that would be funny for the whole crew. <laughs> but the Pittsburgh Pirates are three games better than them. Um, and if we're talking young talent, like the Pirates have a bunch of young guys playing too. So I don't know. The Reds have a little bit of good juice. They're almost like if I'm the professor, I'm a lot more excited about my my student of the Cincinnati Reds than I am the Pirates. And we were just so excited about the Pirates. We were, and they hey. They let us down a little bit. You know, they were, they've been without O'Neal Cruz, who was supposed to be, like, their, you know, if, if they did take a leap, he would have to be their Adley Rushman type deal. Yeah. Um, Reds. Like, Reds are just in a different, like, Reds fans love you in your heart of hearts. I don't, you don't believe you're going to be, like, in the playoff picture or pirates are i think they're still telling themselves all right we correct ourselves in june we're still in the mix and having fun this summer reds fans don't believe but they want to believe pirates fans want to be they believed for a sec already they believed and now it's not looking so hot june's important the cincinnati reds go they have a lot of young ball players playing good baseball. If they call up another couple prospects and they have a, a week, um, they'll be there. The St. Louis Cardinals, 24-31. and 31. The worst April you've seen. I'm going D+. Plus. That plus is there because they've had a solid May. They can make it a good May if they win their two games against the Kansas City Royals, which, like, come on, Cardinals, you should. It really changes the scope of their May. They're showing signs, right? Like, they weren't showing up to class. They were not handing in homework assignments. They were failing the test. And then it felt like they had the wake-up call. They're like, okay. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll hand in assignments. I will show up to class. Um, they did good on a couple tests. They still need to get a lot better. But they're making strides. Cubs? 
They're a D. They're a D. They're not an F, although they're in the bottom of the central, but that could change in literally a game's notice, and they could almost be third. Uh, the fact of the matter is if the Cardinals are a D-plus and a half game above the Cubs, you can't really give too much different of score. It's just that plus is because the Cardinals are showing the signs. They showed up to some teacher hours. The Trying Cubs. the right direction. The Cubs started the year. They showed up for some teacher hours. You know, maybe they had a good group assignment that they were a part of. You wondered how involved they were. Not looking super involved. Um, that's uh, for the Cubs to be Memorial Day, last place. And I guess maybe the sadder part is, if you're Cubs fans and if you're being real with yourself, the fact it's not an F is also a little sad. Like, I, but you kind of got to be honest with the roster. It's still weird. Like, if I told you Stroman and Steele had been two of the best pitchers in the National League... Like, remember Patrick Wisdom's start? I don't know. Uh, the Cubs can very much... I, I guess why it's a D is the Cubs can still very much salvage things and have a nice June and B500 and all right, Cubbies. Nico Horner missed some time, but he's good. Dansby Hap. Saya showed flashes. They called up Morell and Mervis. Hey, uh, Drew Smiley. He's been good. The bullpen's been bad. There's some numbers you can like about the Cubs. They're, they're in a math class or an accounting class or something where they can do one thing well, and you're like, okay, like let's bring that to everything. But they haven't. Let's go out west. The Dodgers, I'm also putting it a B plus. Um. And the only reason it was different... Oh, they're, they're playing the Nats for three. And I just gave the Braves a B-plus to an A-minus. But you know what? No. Uh, it is a B-plus. The record would probably tell you A. Their starting pitcher ERA, 16th. Their bullpen ERA is 24th. You know, ERA not perfect sometimes, but... They haven't felt like the scary, scary Dodgers of previous years. They're playing a lot of young guys. They are on top of the NL West. It felt like it took a little bit to get going. Man, they have the injury bug. Their rotation right now, Kershaw, Stone, Miller, Gonsal, and Syndergaard. Lost Gavin Lux before the season. Remember when he was kind of a guy for them? I mean, they almost... They almost have a full IL rotation. Bueller, May, Urias. Pepio and Grove, if you're into that. They've got a lot of injuries in the bullpen, too. Trinan, Hudson, Fireisen. There's an argument for A. I'll go B+. If you want to fight me, Dodger fans, you can. Or how about this? I can pencil in that the Braves are going to sweep Oakland. God, that's going to come back to bite me, huh? That's not how sports work. I can't pencil in that the Dodgers will sweep the Nationals. What does that mean? Probably nothing, and Dodger fans already turned this off. The A in the National League is the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who are we kidding? They're 30-23. and 23. 
The Arizona Diamondbacks are 30 and 23. They have a better record than the Brewers, the Mariners, Angels, Blue Jays, Twins, Red Sox, Mets, Giants, Phillies, Cardinals, obviously. Um, they are one of eight teams in baseball with 30 wins. The other eight you expected. Yankees, Dodgers, Houston, Atlanta, Texas, Baltimore, Tampa. The Diamondbacks, for where their expectations were, kind of a prey to be in wildcard contention. They have done it. They've done it pretty much from the start of the year. Um, they have a star in Corbin Carroll. A star in Corbin Carroll. And their lineup, man, it's... Not all the names are flashy, flashy, but Cattell Marte has been a good baseball player for a long time. Christian Walker, the past few years, has been a really good baseball player. Same with Lourdes Curiel Jr. And that's never, never mind some of the effort they're getting from younger players. Perdomo at the bottom of their lineup, he's been an A+. Longoria, when he chips in. Um, and they've been getting more than enough pitching. Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly, sneaky high up. If you're doing one-twos around the league so far this year, not the names that come off your tongue traditionally, they've been good. Their bullpen, especially the back end, has been good, which, I don't know, feels a little smokes and mirrory. The offense is pretty electric. They're eighth in runs, eighth in OPS, sixth in stolen bases. It just feels like they come at you a bunch of different ways. They're still trying out a lot of young guys, and that can teeter either way. But how can you not say the 30 and 23 Diamondbacks RNA? You can't. You can't not. Shout out one of our guy guys, Tori Lavello. Yeah, right? Gave him that little extension. All of a sudden, team's got some juice. They believed in what they were doing, and nobody else really did, if we're being honest. Including myself. Number one Snakes fan. <laughs> Uh, San Francisco Giants recently got hot, have had a good May. They're 27 and 26, a game above 500. They retooled this offseason. I think it's a B minus. I don't know. Are you lower or higher? I'd, I think I'd go, I would have gone with like a B. Like It, it obviously isn't. Dominant, but play, season ends today. They're in the playoffs. That's a crazy thought, huh? Um, Mets and Rats both a half game out. They have a Pirates series coming up. Sixth in starting pitcher ERA. They're 13th in OPS. Conforto has gone for them. It's one of those things you look at the lineup and you shrug again. You look at Logan Webb, Cobb, and Descalfani, who people kind of were out on to start this year. They've been good. The back end of their bullpen is starting to click. Doval has been one of the best relievers in baseball. I'm going to stay B-minus because it's... I don't know. Like, they finish off this week going to Baltimore, and if they get swept... Or, excuse me, Baltimore in San Francisco, like, I... I would sit there on Talking Baseball and say, yeah, like they're, 
I, I still, wow, they're lined up Webb, Cobb, and Descalfani. That's going to be fun. Um, I'll go B minus. They, um, they needed to be in the mix. That's where they are. They're game above 500. Um, right now, Fangraphs gives them a 52.9% chance to make the playoffs. So maybe I'm being, maybe I am low on them. Uh, they recently came around for me. I feel like if I was, I guess if I'm the professor in this situation, one of the other professors, there you go. Professor Plouffe, when we were meeting up for teacher conferences where, you know, Trevor was like, oh, do you have San Francisco in your class? And I'm like, yeah, but he's, I don't know. He's all right. He doesn't really participate. He's not, I don't know. Feels like he's doing kind of the bare minimum. And Professor Plouffe was like, there's a little more there. And I'm starting to believe in it. Hey, uh, Ten games ago, they would have been a C? It, it feels like there's, there's more underachieving students around them that are helping them out. Um, so I don't know. Speaking of underachieving students, San Diego Padres, they're an F. They're an F. They're 24 and 29. Their fans were in my Twitter comments all weekend being obnoxious. Like saying, why are you being rude to our team? Because your team's being rude to you. Wake up. Tatis was out for like three weeks. He's been back. 24 and 29, you're a half game up on the Rockies. You're hanging out with the Rockies and the Nats. You're supposed to be the team that was going to take down the Dodgers. I mean, maybe they still go, but their offense hasn't all year. 29th in batting average. Oakland is in the league. 23rd in OPS. 24th in runs. Um, Have you seen... I, I know we talk about offense at the catcher position. Sure. But have you seen what they've gotten from their catchers? I've seen a little bit. Them in the Guardians. Got a taste this weekend. Historic. And I guess with both of them, they're not not getting that much help on the other end. I'm, I'm sure those guys all call a great game. Maybe the framing numbers are there. But those two teams both are getting run on like crazy. Yeah. So they're not they're not helping that part of the game. I know the rules changed around them. But change for everyone. The the only the only shout out I've got for the Padres, which I discovered last night when we went on a Padres yeah. show and they taught me some things. Fernando Tatis, the offense, we know there's more there for him. It's trending the right way, I think. We saw some good stuff. Yeah. Do, do you have you seen like we didn't get a great taste this weekend of his defense in right field? He's been like the best right fielder. Okay. He's I, been incredible out there. They they said like an anecdotally, like I don't recall any fuck ups. I he's thrown a few guys out that the infielder he threw it to dropped it or like is a great slide or whatever. Like if they shake it up, like they're talking about getting him to center field full time if they can get a corner outfielder. It, it, it's a very real option. His sprint speed. Very underrated part of his game. Like he's got special speed. He got to a, he got to one. I think it was a foul a foul out that he got to very easily that I didn't think was a foul ball. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's Fernando Tatis. 
Um, so just shout out Fernando. Been a, a, a great outfielder. His his offense Didn't is going to go a lot more. Yeah, we saw the start of it. I mean, he missed all of 2022. Um, they're without Machado right now. I think there will be a go button moment for this Padres team, but it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. You're a loss away from being the Rockies. They've kind of they've punted offensively on on too many positions. There's a lot of Yankees comparisons. I'm sure we're going to get there, but there's well, they've punted completely on offense at at the catcher spot. They go and this is, um, that's more last year because they do it in center field too. Uh, Hassan Kim love him, but he's overperforming. But come on, I I mean you know you could compare their lineup to the Yankees, but uh, the Yankees have eight more wins. Yeah, um, vibes six less losses. They, um, you know they're about. Yankees are fourth in homers offensively. Like, I know there's a couple guys cooking that, but, um, and first in bullpen ERA. Yankees are playing in the toughest division, and they're in third place, and we'll get there. But Padres, I, you got to be honest with yourself. This this is not where you want it to be come Memorial Day. Um, they're getting avarexed by Rugi right now. Don't. We don't talk about that here. <laughs> Rockies. I don't I don't know. It feels like you just take your C minus every year. And that's the plan. So sad ending to the National League there, huh? But the American League is brought to you by DraftKings. Hit it out of the park this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Five dollar bet will get you two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Instantly. That's, that's like their big one. If you're looking to get in the game, now's the time. They've got their stepped-up same-game parlays. Rack up a couple bets. Win bigger. And with code BAKERS, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code BAKERS. You will get, you can bet $5 and get $200 bets and bonus bets instantly. That's code BAKERS only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's head over to that American League East Comparing the Yankees and the Padres. No time for that. I have no time for that. Um, and we won't even start with them because the Rays are an A+. Undefeated April. Um, just a reminder, and I think I'm going to tweet this out in a second, and we just talked about it on Talking Baseball. The Rays are first in batting average on base. On base plus slugging. Runs, homers, and steals. Literally the snapshot... What Fangraphs has shown as the snapshot of every off important offensive category, they're in first place. And normally, offense comes third with the Rays. It's normally pitching, it's normally defense, and then it's hitting. I mean, if you add, like, base running and platoons and stuff, like, pure power hitting should be last, and they're breaking home run records. It's, you guys already know this, so this part isn't as informative, but they just got Glass now back. They've had injuries themselves. The Eflin signing has been fantastic. Um, and they've got two of their top prospects that may be on the way to help, too, that the Rays, there's no other discussion but a plus... And 
I think right behind them, the Baltimore Orioles, and this is where I was hesitant to give the Dodgers an A, it's because the Baltimore Orioles are an A. I think they missed an A-plus by decimals, and they're pissed off about it. They hate the Rays. If the Rays didn't exist, Baltimore would be an A-plus of A-pluses, right? They're 34-19. and 19. They are the second... They're the second best record in baseball. Better than Houston. Better than the Dodgers. Better than the Braves. It's Tampa, Baltimore, and it's been that way most of the season. And it's been that way basically since they've called up Adley Rushman, which baseball doesn't work that way, but it also kind of does because there's also a lot of young talent around him that has helped them go... I guess the only thing where Baltimore doesn't get the A-plus, I mentioned Tampa could regress and be a top-five offense. You know, Tampa's pitching. The Orioles' offense right now, they're 11th in OPS, 15th in average, 11th in homers, 5th in steals. Okay. You know, you're around a top-10 offense. The starting pitching... Still has some sus numbers, and we've talked about that. And is that ever going to come back to bite them? The way they play, I don't really think so. I guess my fear would be bullpen overuse because they have a good bullpen. So if we start getting into some dog days and you start seeing that Baltimore bullpen that is a strength start to come down, that would be your note. But their starting pitching has room to get better. I think their offense has room to get better. They feel better than a top 10 offense. Mullins and Rushman are elite in that lineup so deep. And by the way, number one prospect in baseball, Gunnar Henderson, he hasn't really gone. He's He's been brutal versus lefties that kill his numbers, and he is a lefty. So his numbers versus righties is actually okay, solid. But he's going to get better. And he's their seventh hitter in their lineup right now. So... Baltimore's an A. Uh, they should be pissed off at the Rays. Like if there is, if this is a valid, valid is it valedictorian? Is there another V in there? No, no valedictorian. Valedic valedictorian. Salutatorian. That's runner up. I think so. I never know exactly how that works, but that is the next thing. Those are those two. I mean, and it's kind of, it's kind of without discussion, even though I just discussed it. Which brings me to my New York Yankees. BBD, our New York Yankees. Uh, a slop of an April. A May that felt half sloppy with one hot stretch. They've been one of the best teams of May. They're seven games back of the race. They're three games back of the Orioles. If we're being honest, honest, the Yankees' start to the season is a B. Yeah? yeah. You hate it. Well, I was leaning harsher, and the more, I, the more I think on it, like, just looking at the record, take what the Rays and Orioles have done out of it, is this a surprising record? It's just a little below what we would have hoped for as Yankee fans. I don't, I don't think it's way off. 
uh, a record we probably expected. And, I, and and they are obviously it's early to do standings checks, but they're in a wild card spot right now and three games up on Boston and Seattle for being out of one. So there's, they, there's ostensibly like a like a cushion there. Um, they have the same record as the Dodgers. Like I think I think we. B feels right. You know, I, like I... In I, my head, I was thinking I realized generous B minus. There's been some then. tough emotions around this Yankees season, and we're too locked in. And by the way, if your team's report card grade came out and you felt it was wrong, comment below. Let's hear it. Um, the Yankees have been a B. Um, they're getting, getting a little worked by some other members in their class. In May, they showed that they could keep up more like I think the Yankees got challenged and they answered the challenge well they had a good May I I know the the second half of the lineup didn't feel good at times guess what there's help coming Stanton's coming potentially Donaldson of late they've gotten like just enough from these guys that we don't expect anything from right now and I I guess the other thing that's been going through my head they just got Luis Severino back Mm -hmm. Um, starting pitching overall did all right. They stayed afloat with everyone being out or underperforming. Number one in bullpen ERA, and they're missing a whole bullpen back there. So you got to get... They're missing a whole bullpen, and I, I think towards the top of a lot of people's wish lists, besides like a new left fielder, is like a new best reliever. Like... So given that, that that feels like the one hole in, in the if bullpen... I to, if I told you the Yankees... In April, that the Yankees did not have a lockdown closer. Rodon hasn't thrown a pitch. Nestor has two starts. Or, excuse me, Sevy has two starts. Nestor has been one of the worst pitchers in baseball the third time through the lineup. And the second half of the lineup had been ugly. What would you think the Yankees' record would have been? I would around five hundred. I would guess they're like just over five hundred. They're, the they're the Yankees, so you they, lean that way. They figure that out. I believe in Booney. Oh, I bet. Yeah, bantering. Thirty-two and twenty-three. I I think a B is the honest answer. They're going on a little left coast trip right now. Seattle and the Dodgers. Hello. Let's see how we're feeling after that. They come home to the Sox, both of them, white and red. Um. I think B is honest. I think B is honest. They basically the same record as the Dodgers. Meanwhile, in their division, they've had two teams setting the world on fire. Well, the other two teams behind them, also good. <laughs> uh, the Boston Red Sox are 28 and 25. Um, now, this is an interesting one. Because this is kind of what Red Sox fans wanted. The team has an identity. The offense is arguably a top five offense. The bullpen, arguably a top ten bullpen. There's some numbers. Eh. There's enough guys in there that they trust in a a game you want to win. And as we sit right now, they have seven healthy starting pitchers on their roster. Now what you think of these starting pitchers obviously changes that. Chris Sale has looked good. Garrett Whitlock just came back. Hauk Bayo has had a hot stretch. James Paxton is pitching in Major League Baseball games. 
Kluber and Pivetta have been kicked to the pen kind of for now. I think Kluber's going to get a start this week. I think if Sox fans had to vote for the odd man out right now, it'd be Kluba. Um, we mentioned June matters. Very interested to see what these Red Sox bring in June. Because, like we talked about with the Cardinals, you know, remember when the Cardinals' depth was a problem and they're sending down the top prospect and Tyler O'Neill's getting yelled at? They had a lot of lineup depth and they were losing a lot of games. If the Red Sox don't... If the Red Sox don't play well, your starting pitching depth is now, why is he starting? Why isn't this guy starting? And you start getting into those conversations. Um... They play two series with the Yankees in June. Those should be intense. Um, they also open with the Rays. The Red Sox grade to this part of the season. I have an answer, but I'm worried about my answer. What What would you give them, babes? And in, in my thinking on it, the last couple minutes here, I I think I. Go to a B minus. Like just overall, I don't think anyone outside of Boston had them having this good a record. They felt like probably the favorite to finish last in the AL East. But I guess that's that's like, that's I would use that for where I landed, and I was gonna say B plus. You're not in last. Your lineup is good and has a an identity. Yoshida's awesome. Yep. You've gotten performances from young guys at different times. Duran, Casas, hell, Wong. Um, and you're starting pitching that, let's be honest, nobody was sure about. But everyone's healthy in here. They're They're... Sticking to the plan. Like if I, if you told Red, if you told Red Sox fans at the start of the season, hey, Memorial Day Monday, twenty eight and twenty five, and all seven of those starting pitchers are healthy. You're the first team out of the playoffs right now. I, I think you're shaking hands. I, I think they make that deal. Uh, so maybe, maybe the answer is a little boring with a B. I think I'm gonna go B plus. And I think, again, going back to the professorisms, I think if I was a professor that cared, like I would almost grab the Red Sox after class and I'd be like, these next couple weeks, this is where you have to earn it. And maybe they will. Like, I can believe in Chris Sale being good. I can believe in Whitlock being good. Bayo, everyone tells me he's good. Can James Paxton have good starts? I've seen that. And if they get that, if they get that, um, the Sox are dangerous, man. Or, guess what? They could be bad. <laughs> they could be bad. Speaking of, your last place Toronto Blue Jays, they are 28 and 26. They get a D. Ah. I don't know, man. Yes. 
Yes. Because, okay, if I told, I just gave that Red Sox speech about where they want to be and where they thought they'd be before the season. If you ask Blue Jays fans where they want to be before the season, they'd say first place. It's not a D, is it? They're two games above 500. Yeah. They're better than every AL Central team. Yeah. It's not a D. That felt reactive. Know what that was? Have you ever had a teacher that kind of gave you a little lesser grades or better grades because they either liked you or didn't like you? That's what just happened. Me and one of my buddies in uh, eighth grade, Pat Hapkin, shout out. Teacher loved me and hated him. It's just a fact. We handed in a quiz, all the same answers. I got an A, he got a D. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> we addressed it with the professor. <laughs> and we took care of it, and everyone's happy now. Um, but that was, that was me being a mean professor. Like, the Blue Jays kind of, like, D-bagged me in class a couple times. This was your chance to... Showed up late, and I kind of found my chance to go, and that was a little rude. I think it's a C minus. They are a team that thinks they should be first place in the East and they are in last. That's factual. With a good week or two, not only are they in the playoffs, I mean, they could jump the Yankees. They're three and a half games back of the Yankees. That if the Yankees have a, a two and four week and they have a five and one, bada bing, bada boom, that hasn't happened and that's not how report cards work. They're very much getting hurt by the AL East, but this is also the team that got their manager fired and were happy to do so. And the popcorn quote from last year and all the young stars. And if I told them, again, if you told Blue Jay fans that, hey, by the way, the Bassett signing, Mint, he's going to be great. What if I told you this? Barrios, it's going to click. He's going to be back. They'd say, yeah. What if I told you Matt Chapman was going to be the player of the month of April? Like, if you told Blue Jay fans that, they'd say first place. Like, yep, first place Jays. No, they're in last. And they were, on April 29th, they were 18 and 9. Like, they... I, They've I had a horrible May. It's been a horrible May. So maybe I'm being nice with the C minus. They're think trending down. They're trending. They down. did have a great April though. They had a very good April. Yeah, that almost made it worse. They, you look at like the snapshot of that team, like each facet of the team, and it, and just each of them are like good. just they're they're all good, fine. They're all in like the lowest. That I think you would have like reasonably predicted. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I think if you starting pitchers, it's it, those those rankings are all fine. But you just, thought it'd be a little more. It's just the how relievers. it happens. It's how it happened with the starters. Like if you told Blue Jay fans Manoa would be a pinata, like they would have been shocked. Like Gossman has been great, Bassett and Barrios, to be honest. Uh, no, Kikuchi's own flashes. Bassett, but... as far as overall numbers, we know there's another level there. Barrios has been mostly good. 
Bassett so gets good. skewed by his one, his first start. After that, yeah, he's that's been, true. He's been incredible. That's true. Um, he, had the, he had the terrible opener. Springer had a tough start, and Varsho's Varsho has to go for them. Um, I say C minus. Their April we, was good. We landed on C minus as of right now. I'm I'm staying with it. And yes, if you're listening to this, part of it is I don't <laughs> want to deal with Blue Jay fans. They can wear you out. And their April was good. And all these numbers say they should be better. So you know what? Go do it. But man, baseball schedules are tough this year. Milwaukee at the Mets, Houston. There's just never a break. There is never a break. AL East is brutal. All right, let's get through this part of class because I this part of class stinks. The Minnesota Twins... C-plus. How about this? And this is why. This is where they get the plus. Their starting pitching has been electric. Most strikeouts, fourth in ERA, second in whip. Like, you went out, you got Pablo Lopez. That has paid off. Your starting pitching has been incredible. That's something that they haven't said in Minnesota land forever. The offense has been arguably bottom 10. Which, that's a little shocking. That's kind of the opposite. Where people may be surprised at the first place Twins, who are half a game above 500, 27 and 26. If you told Twins fans before the season, hey, the Guardians are going to be awful. And guess what? The White Sox ain't going to click either. Twins fans should be... The Minnesota Twins should have like an eight-game lead. They have a one-game lead on the Detroit Tigers. Twins, you're a C-plus. Your offense needs to go. And maybe it will. They just got some people back. Royce Lewis, can he be the spark? The Detroit Tigers are in second place in the AL Central despite... Almost anything the numbers would tell you. But they've won games, and in the NL, in the AL Central, that's been enough. One game out of first place. If I told any Tiger fan that, and Memorial Day, that they were a game back of first place, they wouldn't have believed me. They would have said lies. You sit on a throne of lies. Elf. They get a B plus. I don't know. You know, it's this for me. I took a probability and statistics class that everyone failed. So it got rated on a bell curve. Like we went through the whole semester. Everyone in the class was looking around at each other like, wait, are we all going to fail? Is this dude going to fail all of us? And then at the end, he was like, all right, I do have, I'm going to grade everyone on a bell curve because I kind of have to to keep my professor license. We're like, all right, thanks, professor. This was fun. Um, they get a B-plus just because of the bell curve. Their offense has still been bad. Their starting pitching has taken leaps. They've had two starters that had great Mays in Erod and Lorenzen. Um, even Fadow and Boyd have been solid for them, so... 
if they're young guys, if they get anything on offense, they could hang around in the AL Central, which is sad. B-plus, Tigers. Congrats. Guardians. Guardians get an F. Maybe that's dramatic. Maybe it's not. This team won the Central last year. No. They were all young and supposed to get better, right? Their offense is worse than Oakland. Their offense is worse than Oakland. That in and of itself, I'm sorry. Guard dogs, I want you to have a better report card going forward. You, What was that class I took? I forget. It was some computer program that nobody... Microsoft Outlook? I basically had a whole class that was that program. Does anyone use Outlook? Yeah. What is it even? Some, it was like kind of emails, some companies, but with stuff. Some companies use, like we use Gmail for our calendars and Maybe emails. Some companies Outlook. are Outlook for their calendars and emails and, and all that. I literally, I don't even think it was Outlook. I think it was something else that I very much don't use and nobody uses. I missed a week and it was like the most important week of the class and I was so lost. They missed offense. 30 in OPS, 30 in runs, 30 in homers. They might be bad. Don't care. Chicago White Sox, D, it's the same story there. I'm bored of it. I'm sick of it. Um, Liam Hendricks is back, and I hope he can be the spark, and they're only six games back somehow. BBD, I'm going to be soft. Wait. Let me go out west. Actually, yeah, the Guardians are an F. Like, look at the American League. If you had to give one team an F, who would you give it to? Them. Yeah. Mariners, I know we, we, we've clowned them for these last two weeks being bad teams, but they at least handled that. Cleveland's an F. I almost took it back. I'm glad I didn't. White Sox are a D. You pretty much know why. I hope they get involved in this season. That would actually be fun. Top six of their lineup is actually looking kind of juicy right now. They've been pitching a little bit. Don't care until they start to win. Royals. Are they enough? Are they enough? I mean, they're, I guess they had no expectations, but what's that meme? Like, we thought it was bad, but oh my uh, God, oh, this. Yeah. Like, if Oakland didn't exist. Yeah, they're. I'll go, I'll go F. Plus. Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt, and actually go D minus. I love Pasquantino. He's nice to me. Witt, Pasquantino, and Salvi Perez have been good. That's about it. And guess what? That's what you would have said coming into the season. So, boy, do they stink. Um, let's go out west where we give another A. It's the Texas Rangers. Holy cow. They have arguably the second best offense in baseball. They have the number one starting pitcher ERA without DeGrom. 
We've been on it here. We've been on it on Talking Baseball. It's pretty unreal how good they are. They were without Seager for a while, and they were still mashing, and he's their best hitter. Um, up and down the lineup, they're a problem. They're getting the starting pitching. Their bullpen has been probably not as bad as the ERA would tell you. They're 15th in whip. Um, they're going to get better out there with either starting pitching depth or trades. They get an A. They are the third best team in baseball right now, and you didn't have that for the Texas Rangers coming into the year. Um, and it feels real. Like you don't, you know, some you get in the Marlins numbers, you got in a couple other teams, you know, the Tigers numbers, none of those feel real or are real. Rangers are. Astros are a B plus. Um, they're two games back of the Rangers. They got off to a slow start. They were without Altuve. Abreu didn't hit at all. They had the injury bug a little bit. And guess what? There they are in fine position, waiting for the Rangers to slip up for one weekend, and they'll probably take over first place. Uh, Rangers, Astros, Yankees, three best teams in May. Um, and that shows... Seattle Mariners are a... I wish I could answer after this Yankees series. Seattle Mar... What did I give the Blue Jays? We landed on a C-plus for the Jays. I'll go C-plus for Seattle. They just saved it. It should have been a C. Um, they're 28-25. and 25. They just had a nice stretch against Oakland. Another... Bad team, the Pirates. But they won their games. They're 28-25. and 25. Julio didn't go. He's starting to go. Um, they're getting efforts from different guys, especially in that rotation. Bryce Miller, who are you? Um, they've salvaged it in recent weeks. Angels, 28-26, and 26, a half game back from the Mariners. You know what? They both get Cs. Screw them. Sorry, BBD. I keep changing grades. Mariners and Angels are both C-flat. They can change their standings on either day. BBD, I change it one more time. Mariners are a C. The Angels are a C+. Mariners had different expectations. Angels' goal was to survive. They just got swept by the Marlins, which brought them from a B- to a C+. Mariners were supposed to be the Rangers. And now the Rangers are the Rangers. So you're a C, Pop. And I sneaky think the Yanks are going to give them the business. That's going to come back to bite me. Because it's a West Coast trip, and that's not how baseball works. And the Mariners are hot. Oakland A's get an A. They've achieved their goal this year. And their mascot, or their letter is literally an A. So, sound off below in the comments. Thank you, guys. Long-winded episode, but it was report card season, so maybe we'll do another one two months from now. Let me know where I was right, where I was wrong. We will see you guys Monday. Hey, everybody. It's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.